politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 it is the Mark Harvard Podcast, episode 47. We are careening recklessly and dangerously close to the 50th episode of the Mark Harvard Podcast. Man, it does not seem like I've been doing this show for this long. Good grief. So we've got some really cool things going on at the show, and I'll go over those in just a little bit. Um, we, don't want, we do want you to, to remind you about our sponsors. we got Excalibur Service Company. I have answered the question so many times on social media in the past week because things got really, really cold here in Alabama, and a lot of people are, are trying to figure out how they can fix their heat because it's cold. And I've sent them to Excalibur Service Company because that's who I use. I use Excalibur services here at my house, and they set my mind at ease because I know that I'm going to have a, a well-functioning heating and air unit. I know everything is going to be fine, and it's going to be great, and I know also know they're not going to charge me an arm and a leg, and they're going to be there, show up on time when I schedule them. Yeah, all those things. Give them a call, 205-718-8688. It's Excalibur services, 205 718 8688. Also, all things new counseling services. You know, last week we talked a lot about uh, about addiction and how addiction doesn't look the way that you think it's going to look. Well, if you need to talk to somebody, if you need to just get a little help getting through uh, some rough times in life, Charmin and the gang over at All Things New Counseling Services can help you there. AllThingsNewCounselingServices.com. Uh, they're based out of Tuscaloosa, but you can uh, actually set up an appointment through telehealth, and they, they can do it through your computer or your tablet or your, your cell phone, and uh, you can do your appointment through that. So no matter where you are, you can you can get help. Help is right there waiting on you. So allthingsnewcounselingservices.com. Uh, we're so happy to have them as a partner with the show. And also, Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. My friend Lori Stroud and the gang over there, they do a fantastic job every single month offering up uh, different things, different items, different uh, things to help your family, help your faith, help your business. All those, from a Christian point of view, it's Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. You can find them on social media, on the website, and all those, all those things. So how has your week been? Mine has been interesting, to say the least. Worked hard throughout the week. And then, um, well, actually, let me backtrack a little bit. Let me backtrack. Um, about a week and a half ago, two weeks maybe, um, my wife comes to me. She says, hey, love of my life, what, uh, <laughs> what, if, if you'll allow me to put words in her mouth, what, uh, what would you think if I took Jack, our five-year-old, and we went to my great aunt's condo at the beach with my mother and my grandmother. And we did this in a couple of weeks. And I said, well, um, so what you're telling me is you want to give me a weekend where the only people I have to talk to are the dog and the pizza guy. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, so they, they left out uh, on Thursday and uh, Friday and Saturday. I'm getting texts, pictures, and all kinds of stuff. They had a blast and um, fantastic trip. Um, and, and don't get me, wrong, get me wrong, I love my wife and I love my son, but it was nice to have like just some peace and quiet 
throughout the week. I had some school stuff I needed to do, and that gave me the opportunity to do that. It was uh, it was a good time had by all, and uh, whether I mean, and I would even there, but they had a good time. Uh, Jack got to dig a hole in the in the beach in the sand, and it took my wife a few minutes to make him realize that it, the hole was going to be have to be something he could lay down in, not something he could stand up in, because you know you need like digging equipment for a hole big enough for him to stand up in. Um, but once he did, he was all about it, and uh, it was funny. He and in, 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 in the most five-year-old kid fashion, they went out on Saturday night to get some dinner, and she sent me a picture. Jack who loves pizza. They didn't have pizza at this seafood restaurant. I know, gasp. But they didn't have pizza. They have pizza for kids. They had a big adult-sized pizza. So Jack is sitting there with an adult-sized pizza in front of him, watching his tablet, watching like some some sort of cartoon on his tablet with his two college-age aunts on either side. <laughs> Just living like Oh, oh, also, he had a uh he had a, a a glass of of water, or was it? It probably was lemonade. Um, but a glass of lemonade he got, uh, but it had a giant plastic shark head. <laughs> so is, 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 apparently that's coming home. I I don't know. I got, I'm sure I'll get to see that. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, I got to hang out here and I got to uh, to get some things done and enjoy the house a little bit and just kind of you know I I binge watched some TV shows and. Um, at one point last night, I was, I was on the couch in the middle of the couch and on my left, I had a dog and then I had a cat and on the right, I had a dog and then I had another cat. All the animals were all curled up on the couch, half asleep last night. It was, it was pretty great. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was nice. It was very nice. Um, I do have a little side story that I'll tell you about something that happened on Friday night that, um... It speaks to anyone who suffers with anxiety. Um, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. It, uh, it, kept, it, I lost a little sleep over it, but that's coming up in just a few. Also, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about why teachers are starting to really just in droves leave the profession of being a teacher. Also, we've got careers for those that are called to help others. You know, maybe you're, you feel like you want to do something bigger and better with your life. I've got a list. That is pretty cool. It's careers for those that want to help others. That's coming up next right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Stick around. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Spreading positive news and information in central Alabama. It's Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. And we are so thrilled to have them as partners with the Mark Harvard Podcast. Entertainment, healthy living, parenting, inspirational stuff, community role models, and a whole lot more. Birmingham Christian Family Magazine is your source for positive-leaning information from a Christian point of view. Now, this month you get to read about the hope that Danny Goki is bringing, hope to the world. And you can read also my article about online small groups in churches. Find them all over central Alabama or go to birminghamchristian.com. It's Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. I can't tell you how thrilled we are to continue our relationship with Excalibur Service Company. They are the people that I use in my house, and they're who I suggest you use in your house for all your home needs. Air conditioning, heating, duct cleaning, indoor air quality checks. These are the guys that can take care of it. They also offer emergency plumbing service because, you know, Plumbing doesn't break in the middle of, an, of a Saturday afternoon. You know, it always happens in the middle of the night 
or when you least need it to uh, to be breaking. They're the folks you call. Like I said, they're who I trust my family is to, and they're who you should trust as well. It's Excalibur Services. Give them a call, 205 205- 352-4160. It's 205-352-4160. Or you can find them online, ExcaliburService.com. And tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at MarkHarvardCreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Uh, don't forget to help out our sponsors. Uh, thank them for thanking, uh, rather for partnering up with the Mark Harvard Podcast. These are folks that make sure that the wheels stay on this thing. Uh, Birmingham Christian Family Magazine, Excalibur Service Company, and All Things New Counseling Services. Give them a call. Reach out to them. Let them know how thankful you are that they support the Mark Harvard Podcast. And, th- and, and speaking of support... Um, a lot of people go through this. A lot, uh, a lot of uh, folks that are getting ready to go in that last semester of college are kind of dancing around this because they uh, they want to do something worthwhile. And, and I get that. You know, most of my life I felt called to try to do something that helps people. I, I, I needed more than money to make it worth it. I couldn't do something just for the money. I needed to know that I, what I was doing was something worthwhile. It was something that was going to make an impact. And as the older I've gotten, I found that more and more people feel that way. You know, it's not about just getting a paycheck at the end of the day. Uh, sometimes God can call you to a, a higher purpose. And you know, now I work for a church. I do this podcast. Uh, I'm in school to be an, a licensed local pastor, and I'm in seminary. So you know, I'm 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 kind of leaning into that. But there's a lot of careers out there, even if you're not called into the ministry. That can uh, can I guess uh, I guess fill that that void that kind of scratch that itch if you will. There are a lot of crews that allow you to help and serve your fellow man. And this is a list that came off of Relevant Magazine. Um, my boy, or rather my girl, uh, Roseanne James wrote this. And the first one is medicine. You know, if you're a doctor, uh, a nurse, uh, anesthesiologist, neurosurgeon. I mean, all kinds of levels there, all kinds of different jobs there. But uh, what they say that uh, that's one thing that you can do that will make a huge impact. Second is teaching and education. Now, in a few minutes, we're going to talk about this, about why so many people are leaving teaching. But that obviously a way you can make an impact in people's lives. Uh, Law. Who gets a bad rap? Lawyers get a horrible rap, but uh, law is a field that's often misunderstood, surrounded by a lot of misconceptions, and some say it's a guaranteed path to financial success, or that it entails, you know, scheming and being a weasel and all that. Not true. Not true. That, that depends on what kind of person you want to be, but pursuing a career in law entitles, or, or there entails advocating your client's position based on facts and and different legislation. So that's something to consider. Uh, psychology is a branch in healthcare, yeah, but it deals with the scientific study of the mind and behavior. Sometimes, you know, people just need to talk their way through tough times. Uh, psychology is one of those, and that's the reason, you know, we're always proud to be sponsoring up, be partnering up with All Things New Counseling Services. Uh, they, they make a huge impact in a lot of people's lives um, all day long. And finally, social work may be one of the most selfless careers out there. And indeed, the foundations of social work have always been based on biblical teaching, but uh, that's not always the whole 
crux of it, if you will. Uh, social workers involve themselves in activities like conducting research and, ascend- and assessments, organizing donation drives, rallying for the rights of those in need, all kinds of stuff. So if you're looking to make a difference in other people's lives, this is something to look at. It really is. It's something you may want to uh, actually take a uh, take a gander at. Um, so as we move on, before we go to the break, I want, I want to tell you something about, about something that happened the other night. Um, I mentioned I'm, I'm home alone uh, this weekend. My wife and my little boy, they went off to the beach and had a great weekend. But Friday night, it got really cold, like real cold. And I'm, I'm ready for it to not be cold anymore because – my dogs now stay inside because a lot of times it's too cold for them to stay outside. I don't I don't like them being out there when it's under freezing. So, you know, I'd rather not have have popsicles on my back porch. So I let them stay in all the time. So because of that, they tend to not get as much exercise. And gosh, man, about nine o'clock at night every night, it's like Zoomy Central. They, the two of them just run laps around the house. And it sounds like a horde of elephants running around one's a corgi one's a little shizu so it's like they they shouldn't be that loud (laughs) but they are so you know we've got this going on and it's happening friday night and i'm used to all those noises but friday night i also heard a different noise and i had a fire going in the fireplace and by all logical rational means i am certain that the noise i heard was the popping of some wood in the fireplace, but I'm also an extremely anxious person. So for the next hour, I watched that fireplace like a hawk. Think, just assuming, oh, well then, you know, the, the chimney's on fire and I, I, I'm, the whole house is burning down. Granted, I would have known before an hour was up if that were the case, but no, 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 not little old Marky. He, uh, I, I, I went down to bed. Sat there in bed, eyes wide open, waiting to hear popping of embers and all that. I mean, the fire's long out by this point. But I had just convinced myself. And I didn't have my wife here to tell me to, to go to sleep and be quiet. So, <laughs> or like, you know, yeah, I'll listen and then she doesn't listen. She just goes on to sleep. But I didn't have like somebody to back me up that it was okay. And so I double thought and then triple thought myself over and over and over again. And it was not great. I uh, I didn't get a lot of sleep Friday night, and I should have. And I, I feel like I missed opportunity there. Huh, interesting. Um, speaking of opportunities coming up, we're going to talk about a little eight-year-old boy who who really did seize an opportunity with it, with what he did uh, to get his book, his his book, he, his handwritten book, into a library. Also, we're going to talk about why teachers are leaving the profession of education. Uh, It's not for the reasons you'd think. That's coming up in a whole lot more. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Stick around. The Mark Harvard Podcast. You know, life is not always easy to navigate, and that's where our friends at All Things New Counseling Services, that's where they step in. They're going to help you get through some tough times. This time of year, people are looking at themselves. They're starting to think about all the things that they want to have a little different, and sometimes that goes hand-in-hand with some depression, some anxiety, some stress. The gang over at All Things New Counseling Services can help you out with that. Charmin and her team 
have an area of expertise that includes bipolar disorder, depression, eating disorders, substance abuse, PTSD, and trauma. And guess what? They also do telehealth. So no matter where you are, you've got someone who's there to listen and help you through some of those low times in life. Go ahead, check them out online, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com, and tell them that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Old World Lumiere Candle Company has been with the Mark Harvard Podcast since the very beginning. And let me tell you how happy we are. You can get all kinds of scents, guys, to make your house smell great. And they aren't just your frou-frou floral stuff. Guys can get candles like bourbon or leather, and they come in these really cool glass containers. Check them out. Everything they've got is at OwlCandleCompany.com. And tell them I sent you. It's Old World Lumiere Candle Company. Winter is here, and now is a great time to jazz up your winter wardrobe with some new gear from the Mark Harvard Podcast Store. Get hoodies, sweatshirts, long-sleeve tees, and more. Plus, you can get mugs for your hot coffee or tea. All kinds of great winter gear at the Mark Harvard Podcast Store. Go get it at markharvardcreative.com. That's markharvardcreative.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. back and it is the mark harvard podcast hey don't forget we are actually uh we're all over social media and i would love for you to go follow the show it's on facebook instagram uh twitter we're out there on twitter it's harvard podcast at twitter um also uh we're out there on youtube not as active on the youtube but uh hoping for uh, for some big things to happen soon so there you go um and i'm over on tiktok yeah i believe me I, i'm as out of place as you are over there so there's that have you, speaking of things that are out of place, though, have you seen this story? My wife sent this to me, and she said that this, if nothing else happens on the podcast this week, this needs to be discussed. And it's the story of an eight-year-old boy named Dylan Helbig. And his first book, eight years old, his first book has become a huge hit in the Idaho town of Boise. Uh, he snuck his 81-page handwritten Christmas tale onto a bookshelf at his local library, nobody noticed. First off, let's talk about the miracle of the fact that an eight-year-old wrote an 81-page Christmas story and then that he smuggled it into the library, put it on the shelf. But to the surprise of both him and his parents, 56 people have now joined the wait list to read this thing. Yeah, right? The fictional novel tells the story of how Dylan was decorating his Christmas tree when it exploded, magically transporting him back to the year 1621. Now, the year is a reference to when the Thanksgiving holiday was first celebrated in the U.S., a fact that he checked with his mother while working on the book over the winter holidays. So the book was written by hand over four days in a journal and illustrated with drawings also by Dylan, and he gave it the title The Adventures of Dylan Helbig's Christmas and named the author as Dylan Helbig himself. That's verbatim. So, the only re- the only reason this self-produced novel became known outside of Dylan's home was because of how it ended up in the local library system. He was he went to a trip to the library with his grandmother shortly after finishing the book, and Dylan took the risk. Huge, huge thing for all of us. Um, he decided to place the only copy of the book on a shelf when no one was looking. And there were a lot of librarians, he said, that I had to sneak past. So... 
do you know what I did? I covered up this part and covered the back with my body and just snuck it in. And this is a, he, he was he he gave an, an interview to the local TV station. He said, "I always I always be sneaky, like how I get chocolate." Once again, eight years old. When the local branch discovered the book, they decided to process it and include it in their collection. Dylan's book definitely fit fit all the criteria that we would look for to include a book in our collection. As for Dylan, he already has plans for a sequel. He told interesting reporters that his next book will be based on actual events. And he's already signed on a title for it. The Jacket Eating Closet. <laughs> Which, of course, means that the closet's going to eat his jacket. So that's where his jacket went, Mom. Good grief. That's awesome, though. Because I, mean, I think about when I was little. What were you doing when you were little that may have led to something huge? Now, granted, I mean, I was in radio for a long time. you know, And now I do, I do the podcast thing. But when I was little, like little, little, um, my family, my you know, my 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 brother, my mom, my dad, we were the only ones in our family that lived in Alabama. The rest of both families lived in Georgia. So um, every once in a while, we'd go back to Georgia, visit people, that sort of thing. In the meantime, we'd have to rely on a phone call here and there, or a a letter, or a card, or something like that. So I started. I, I had a little tape recorder. And I would tape fake radio programs and send the tapes to my grandmother. And she would listen to them. And normally it was like, it was me doing, you know, Mary Had a Little Lamb. I'm like six. I'm seven years old, maybe. Um, I'm young. But I did a bunch of those. And man, would I love to have those tapes right now. I'd love to listen to them. I would love to, li- to let my little boy listen to them. Uh, I'm sure they're horrible. Awful. The only, the kind of thing only a grandmother who misses her grandchild would listen to. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, if I'd have known then what I know now, I, well, I probably would have been better. But I also, yeah, I would have, you know, I guess I wouldn't have let myself get distracted as much as I had. I don't know. I don't know what I. It was. It was. A, it was a good for a good bit of foreshadowing there, don't you think? It was interesting. Um. Also, I found this. I found this article here. Um, this is interesting. You know, we've talked. You've heard about the the uh, the great uh, the great American. Uh, what's the name? That what, what are they calling it? The great American quit or the great American uh, exodus of the job market. Um, that you know. Long story short, a lot of people are leaving their jobs right now, and it's not because of uh, pay. It's not because of. Um, really an unhappy work environment. It's that they want to stay home. They've realized how much of their life they can be present for when they're working at home. And one of those one of those jobs is teachers. Now, teaching, I mean, I've got, my brother is a teacher. My mother is a retired teacher. And a lot of teachers in our family, teaching is not an easy job. And it's also not a job you do unless you have a passion for it. You don't do it for the money. You do it because you want to mold young minds. You want to contribute in positive ways. It's uh, not easy, and especially with COVID stuff. I have friends that are teachers that are pulling their hair out because they're like, this is not why I got into teaching. So a National Education Association poll found that a whopping 55% of teachers are at least thinking about quitting earlier than they'd planned. Now, the stress of picking up the slack for their absent coworkers, juggling too many balls, is leading to rapid burnout among a lot of the nation's educators. 90% of America's largest teachers' union think burnout is a serious problem. 
Now, this is not a group that's had it easy, you know, all their lives, and now suddenly they're having to deal with stuff. No, 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 no. This is a group that has been just trudging along despite adversity, despite the changing climate in the country. Now, I mean, there was a day when if you're if you called if you're a teacher and you call somebody's parents, then they're immediately in trouble, and you know that, that sort of thing. Now a teacher calls a parent, and the parent immediately is standing up for the kid and calling you a liar, whether or not you I mean. Hopefully, you're not, but it the, the the whole paradigm has completely changed. So they say it's worse for black or Hispanic teachers, of whom 62 and 57 percent, respectively, say they're looking at moving on. But surprisingly. No significant difference for rookie teachers versus veterans. Teachers are all feeling overworked and burned out no matter how long they've been at it. And many, many teachers are acting on those feelings. NPR actually had an article out there that there are 500,067, let me try that number again, 567,000. That's how numbers work. Fewer teachers working today than there were at the start of COVID-19. So, an NEA analysis found 43% of those jobs haven't been replaced. The NEA says that the research says more pay to compensate teachers for the extra work would make a difference in teacher attribution. Now, and that may be in the short term. That might help. The thing is, though, these are people who weren't doing the job for for the pay anyway. They knew they didn't expect to get rich being a teacher. You'd, if they did, well, man, did you talk to the wrong counselor in high school. But who was also being underpaid, by the way. But they're not doing this for the money. They weren't. I think it's. I think the pay would allow them to withstand some of the other stuff, the other changes on the short term. But I think long term, nah. I think that's allowing them to just vacuum up some extra money while they look for something else. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying our teachers don't need to be paid more. They absolutely do. But I don't think that that helps with burnout. You know? Because burnout's something that... It, it's more of a work culture thing than it is a pay thing. I mean, you can only you, you can I guess skate by continuing to be overworked, continuing to be underappreciated if you're being paid more, but eventually that burned out feeling it, it comes back, and you realize that no money is worth this. So, I, how do we fix this thing with our teachers? I think I think short term you pay them more money, but I think you also look at what's going on around them. What me? Where is all this stress coming from, and how do we try to alleviate some of it? Now, during a COVID um, time frame, I really don't know what that looks like. I don't, and and that, and that's not just for teachers. I mean, church workers, uh, pastors, a lot of people are having issues right now. A lot of people are thinking about, oh, what if I didn't have to do this? What if I did not? What if this were not something I had to do tomorrow? What would I do otherwise? So I, I get it. But I think we've got to really just analyze what the day looks like for these teachers. If you're a teacher, let me know. What would you, what do you think? Um, you can email me, mark at markharvardcreative.com. Mark at markharvardcreative.com. You can also send me a, uh, you can also send me a, uh, uh, a direct message on social media. I'd love to hear about that. So coming up next week what have we got next week we've got uh we've got to talk with, with one of our favorite females uh, uh coming up next week also we're going to talk a little bit about how you can find hope when uh when you don't feel like hope's coming and we've got we're, we're going to talk a little bit about this uh, artist that i found um back in the day and, and, I'll, and i'll throw this i'll tackle this at the end uh back in the day 
um, if you want to make it as a recording artist, Christian, secular, didn't matter, you had to maybe do some touring around, get a good following, get signed with a record label. Record label does all of the um, all the distribution and all that. Well, not the case anymore. We have folks now being played on the radio, on the charts right now, have no ties at all to a record company. And I've got an example coming up next week on that. Uh, she's doing a great job, and she basically owes a lot of her uh, her success to social media. It's a cool story. That's coming up next week. Stick around for that. Uh, once again, don't forget, go thank our sponsors, Excalibur Heating and Cooling, Excalibur Services Company. They do heating and air. They do electrical. They do emergency plumbing. I know, right? 205-718-8688. Also, All Things New Counseling Services, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com. Uh, if you need somebody to talk to, if life is feeling a little rough, maybe you're feeling burned out and you need to talk to somebody, they can help. And it doesn't matter where you are because they can do it over over the Internet as well. They can video conference these sessions. Uh, it's good stuff. Give them a call or uh, drop them a line, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com. Com. And finally, our good friends over at Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. All kinds of great stuff in every issue. Go find them on their website or on social media or uh, at your local grocery store. They're all over in the, all over the Birmingham metro area. And if you look closely, you may find an article in there written by little old me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'll see you next week. Have a fantastic week. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. And I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.